98.7, Audible PFM, Matt and Lara for your Wednesday drive home. How are you, darling? I'm great. That's What's that voice? <laughs> I'm great. It's very newsreader-ish. And yeah. in other news, I'm fantastic. Fantastic. That's good. That's good. Are, you, are, you, are you feeling a little bit peppier today? You're a little bit back to your normal self? Yes, yes. Didn't I'm hang out with the family this weekend? You went out gallivanting? Yes, I was um, a social, social lady. Social butterfly. Um, social butterfly, yeah. I had a big weekend of dancing on dance floors and realising I'm really old compared to everyone around me you didn't pull anything or tweak anything no or... i didn't pull anything and That's um good. yeah yep. realized that you know um my kind of dancing skills are not as good as they used to really be. do you have a go-to move do you have like the helicopter or the sprinkler or anything like that i do that kind of you know it's shimmy 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 down to the, the shimmy, floor shimmy. but then i realized like for two days after my my butt was killing me. So maybe I won't do shimmy shippy next time. So far during uh, our time doing the show, you've you've had a couple of dance floor injuries. Remember the first <laughs> show, I think it was. I know, the head banger. Head banging. And the crutch limping. The crutch limping. Dance, and now you've yeah. got a sore bum from doing the shimmy shimmy. I know. Maybe I should just stop <laughs> dancing. Maybe that's the thing. Yeah, you're just going to keep it simple. Do the one-two step, as the kids say. Yeah. You know, yep. that's, that's the go-to move. Well, I had a boring weekend, so I've got really nothing to share on that front. So it's a little Oh, bit no sad. picking up women? No, I didn't pick up any women. No. They're very heavy. Are you still learning how to read yeah. the signs You're gonna have like to we talked a, about last we, week? We'll do a, uh, you'll have to run through like a questionnaire with me and uh, and give me some pointers. You can be like my hitch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Definitely. You can be my dating coach. Yeah, I'll try and get you out there and try yeah. to get you some skills so you can get a woman. Sounds good. But uh, I don't want any tips on dancing from you because I don't yeah. want to get a sore bum or a sore neck. Or, no, or I think above. I'm just going to... Be that person in the corner sipping a drink. 100%. Hey, we've got a great show. We've got Lee from Roseade coming in uh, just after 5 o'clock to talk all things Roseade. If you don't know what it is, we have to stick around after 5 to find out what it is because it's delicious. It's a beverage and it's nice. Uh, we've got lots to talk about. We've got uh, celebrity birthdays. Lara's going to give us a bit of a run rundown on things that have been happening this week, good and bad. And uh, we're going to do a bit and of a quiz. And we've got the Big Bird Bandits as well. <laughs> That's off. a funny story. I'm excited about that one <laughs> for right now. It's one of our favourites, Avril Lavigne. Happy ending, 98.7, Audible PFM. RPP FM 98.7, and we're talking about all good things happening this week. So George Floyd's verdict, Derek Chauvin found guilty on all murder and manslaughter charges, which is a great thing. It is very positive. Because if that didn't go right, <laughs> yes, that would have been interesting. Definitely. And not in a good way. And Anzac is going. Um, Anzac Day is going ahead this weekend, which I'm glad about after last year. Mm. Uh, so to commemorate Anzac Day um, on the peninsula, you can go to Dramana Dawn Service, 6.15 a.m. at the Peninsula Club, Flinders Service, 10 a.m. at Flinders Hall. Uh, we've got Red Hill Service, 10.45 a.m. at the Red Hill Community Park. Um, so you can check out all of the different services at mornington-peninsula-magazine.com.au. Mm, are you going to go? Yeah, I think I will. Mm, okay. Uh, and also in positive news, uh, <laughs> uh, we landed uh, another drone lander on Mars. Lander? <laughs> 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 we landed on Mars uh, with another drone, and it's actually got a helicopter built into it. And uh, this is the first a helicopter time built in, yeah, to the drone. So now it, it unfolded and started flying around Mars. And this is the first time that humans have flown on another planet 
And you know what's kind of cool? They've got a little piece of the Wright, the Wright brothers' first plane that they ever invented 100 years ago, and they put a little piece on the helicopter, so they've got a little piece of human history on another planet oh now. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Now, you were telling me in the break or something about Anzac Day yeah. and how you didn't know that this there was this silence. Yeah, I didn't know. So the other day, my friend was at uh, the RSL, and I tried to call her at 6, and she didn't answer, and she called me back. She's like, well, you called me right at 6. I'm like, yeah, so? And she's like, well, you've got to be silent for a minute at 6 o'clock. I'm like, I can't believe you didn't know about didn't know this. That. Didn't not know that. I just, I've just never been at RSL, I guess, at 6 o'clock when that's happened. Well, are you going to do it this time? Uh, what, be silent or go? <laughs> well, that's the other thing, dawn service. Every year since I was a kid, mum's like, we're going to go watch the dawn service. We're going to watch the soldiers march uh, every single year. And we've yet to go to one ever. Oh, that's terrible. I've <laughs> been know. to a few and... Is it emotional? Um, is it is it emotionally driven? I think you just do pay your respect. Yeah. Um, which it's, is It is lovely. quite early though. It is, it is early. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. I'll go and have a beer for them later on at the RSL and do the moment silence at six o'clock at night as opposed to six yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Why don't you go with your friend? Yeah, I should. And then we can be silent together. It'll be yeah. fun times. Well, I think overall it's pretty good. George Floyd, Mars, it's all good. RSL, fun times. Right now, it is a little bit of Strong Enough by, uh, who was it again? Sure, Crow. Shazza. Matt and Lara for your Wednesday Drive Home, 98.7 RPPFM. Now, uh, I like to play this game hypothetically. It's a fun game to play for me. Um, there's a big Powerball jackpot, jackpot tonight. $80 million hairs, which is a lot of doll hairs. Uh, <laughs> I like to play uh, What Would You Do? And how much would I get? More specifically, how much would I get if you win $80 million? <laughs> Have you got a ticket? Are you going to get a what, ticket? What, from me? Yeah. You want money if I want it? Yeah, I want a little bit of money. How much would you want from me? If you won $80 million, considering how long we've known each other, <laughs> I don't know, like five grand. <laughs> ten, ten grand? Five, ten grand. I mean, you've got $80 million. You can afford to give me ten grand. Uh, I like to play, yeah, what would you do? How would you spend it? Um, all that lot. Goodness, that is a huge question. Well, definitely my parents have helped me in the past, so I'd pay back whatever they had paid for in the past. Um, I'd definitely give some money to charity. I'd want to travel as much as I can um, due to travel restrictions. Obviously, that would only be Australia right now. Um, I'd love to set up my own fashion brand, set up a studio. Yeah, fashion brand to set up set up my own studio to start a podcast channel and I'd want a personal trainer to get me back in shape. PT. I yeah. like that. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, what uh, about you? Uh, I don't know. It's it, Obviously, the travel restrictions kind of damp a yeah. lot of it because it would be fun just to gallivant around and just be a traveler. just stay wherever you can. Mm, I like, think... Um, oh. I don't know. It depends. It depends. It's fun to think about what you do on the actual day you got it. You know, would, do you tell people straight away, or it would be fun just to rock up in a Lamborghini to someone's house and be like, "Yeah, I've got a Lamborghini." <laughs> What's going on? It's like, yeah, I've got a um, I think it would be fun just to go. Obviously, you can't leave the country. I'd probably go to Crown and get like the penthouse suite and stay mm-hmm. there for a couple of nights. Um, I would like to get a penthouse in LA and travel. No, that was mine. No, Damn it! You can come and um, visit me there. Penthouse in New York, man. Oh, sorry. For me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I'm in New York. Uh, <laughs> LA and New York, maybe. Yeah, and then, I think just travel around. I mean, you'd probably hook some people up and pay your friends' mortgages and stuff like that. Because again, you could probably put put aside five million dollars and pretty much hook everyone up with a little bit of cash. I would just love to see who kind of leeches onto you mm. after you win this money. Like the people who weren't around for you yeah. before, and now they're suddenly. Oh, I'm your best friend, yeah. and like I want to hang out with you. And <laughs> cousins can I get coming alone? out of the woodwork. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, hey, you haven't seen me for 25 years. Can I borrow 50 <laughs> grand? You're like, uh, no, cousin Charlie, get away.
away from me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but it's a fun hypothetical game. Uh, there's an $80 million jackpot going off uh, tomorrow or tonight, I think. Actually, you should probably know the information, but I don't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a fun game. So do I get 10 grand out of you or not? Uh, I'm holding this to you. This how is... much do I get if, if you would win? How much do you want? Uh, probably won a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Get out of here! No, no money for you. You can come and visit me in the penthouse. How about that? Okay, sounds good. Just as long as I have a place to stay. Okay. RPPFM 98.7. So, Matt, I have seen this government video online that's meant to be teaching teenagers about consent, mm. and it's been deemed a big fail. Fail whale. Yeah, have you seen this video? <laughs> Sorry, I saw about two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes of it. It was like a five-minute video, and I had to turn it off because it was just too cringy. I turned for me. it after about a minute yeah. because I was just like, "What is this?" It's it's weird. It's a weird ad. <laughs> I think, like, I mean, I get the whole message behind it, like what they're trying to do. But yeah, and it's lovely what they're trying to do. And you know, um, after everything that's happened, yeah. you know, in the media and everything with women and consent and everything, I understand what they've done. But yeah. what they've gone about it is kind of making the audience seem like they're not intelligent by using pizza and milkshakes yeah. instead of the words sex and consent. Yeah, and for the people that haven't seen the video, uh, I can only tell you up to about <laughs> two minutes of it, but it's basically a, a boy and a girl sitting at a hypothetical shop. And well, it's a diner, a diner. old school diner. Oh, yeah. so, yeah. uh, and uh, she basically, uh, she asked for some of his milkshake, I think, and then she, she grabs some of her milkshake and smears it all over his face. And he's like, I didn't consent to that. <laughs> In a very corny way. Uh, and then it continues on to uh, to try and... Um, justify it, the justify the music. Yeah. And then there's graphics to show... Now he would be getting upset about this. Yeah. And what are the... And it was it like was a... pizza or something. Yeah. And it was like a Game Boy um, kind of showing... Oh, consent, when yeah. you come over this line, yeah. you're crossing the line. And it was kind of just like, but it's are very we sporadic. that dumb? Like, I don't think this is for obviously students out there to educate them in mm. consent. Mm. I don't think they're that dumb that they would be going, oh, no, no. you know, like I need to have a graph and say where the line is. No, and I don't, I, again, I don't know if this is for primary school kids or for high school kids, but it's very corny. And one of the reasons why like the TAC ads and certain like, you know, drug ads and quit smoking ads work is because they're quite shocking. This is like Disney corny uh, next level. The girl in the ad is very annoying. Uh, and they, the, tr the analogy that they're trying to do with <laughs> inappropriate touching and pizza is a, it's a very big stretch for me. Like those two things don't go together at all. I think it would have been better just going like, you know, maybe even just hugging. You know, you go up and try and hug someone. It's like, I don't want you to hug me. That would have been a better analogy because it's, it's that similar thing with personal space as opposed to, do you want to get pizza? No, I don't want to get pizza. Uh, I think don't even do a witty thing or try to do a witty thing on it. Just yeah. tell it how it is. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I think a lot of Australians out there are slamming on social media as well, Matt, that um, the video is confusing and it has confusing it messages. Yeah. Well, I, I would agree with that. The two minutes I got into it uh, were cringy. It uh, didn't hit the mark for me at all no and they have all the resources in the world the government mm. and just to put up something like that is disappointing it is uh it's very disappointing i think they'll obviously remix it and and have to do something else with it yeah because, again when you're making when you're making ads for people that are in high school or in primary school they make them so corny and no one in life talks like that 
uh, like I said to you before, they, these ads that used to be on TV, like if someone offers you drugs, just say, uh-uh, get out of my face. Like in re- realistically, mm. you can't say that to people, yeah. especially people that are offering you that's those sorts of things because it's just not going to work. It's corny. It's not realistic in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it was, I mean, maybe later on in the video, in the later, last three minutes, it tells women how to get out of certain situations. Uh, but it's not informative in any way, shape or form, I don't think. Well, I'm looking for them to rework this and yeah. come up with, you know, better yeah. options something and everything. Um, something more realistic and something that, you know, um, doesn't doesn't um, put the students in a position where they're kind of going, mm. oh, um, I'm too cool for this. This is dumb and, yeah. and everything like that. I know about this. Yeah. So... Yeah. yeah. Strange, I recommend everyone check it out because it's good for a laugh. It's, it's good for a laugh. And, you know, I, I definitely yeah. had a I had a laugh about yeah. it. Yeah. It's just sad that they could have done a little bit better with it. Yeah. It's a shame. A uh, little bit after five, we've got Lee coming in from Rosé, talk, talking all things Rosé. He's got a new cellar door opening. I'm not exactly sure what that means, but we're going to ask him when he comes on the show. So it's going to be fun. Right now, I'll educate Hay- you. Don't worry. Uh, cool. <laughs> right now, it's Hayden James, Matt and Lara, Wednesday Drive, 98.7, Hardwell FM. Aiden James, 98.7, Audible PFM, Matt and Lara for your Wednesday drive. So, Lara, I've got a bit of an issue, uh, and I don't know what to do about it. I've run this past a couple of friends, but I want to get your take on it. Uh, so, the other night, uh, I was out with some friends, and uh, some of them consumed alcohol, as you do. Uh, oh, no, they did? I know. Wow. I, I could not believe it. I was like, stop it, guys. Just stop. <laughs> and I put a lisp on and everything. It was fantastic. Uh, so, I drove them home, and one of my friends uh, is a larger person. He's not fat or anything <laughs> he's just a he's a heavy man right mm-hmm. now my door on my passenger side's already kind of broken it doesn't have a hinge so it just flies open it doesn't stop you know the way normally a door would stop it doesn't you know wait if you're driving does someone just kind of naturally fall out of the car <laughs> no, <or>? no. <laughs> the door shuts but if oh. you open it it doesn't stop it will just keep going oh it, okay yeah. it's one of those swing yeah yeah now mm-hmm. i mentioned he consumed some alcohol so he leaned out of the car because he had to um expel some of the alcohol from his body because he drank a little bit too much Okay, oh he spewed out the car. Um, so I stopped a couple of times for him to spew, dropped him off at home. And then my other friend was in the back. She jumped in the front and I dropped her off as well. And when she got out of the car, there was a little bit of a pothole on the nature strip and she fell and she grabbed the door as well. And when she went to go shut it, it's not shutting properly. Right? Oh no. <laughs> now, I don't know which one of them broke the door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not badly broken. Like it still shuts, but it's a little bit ajar. So you have to really kind of give it a slam. Mm-hmm. Now, my question is can I ask them for money? Because <laughs> I don't know which one did it. And also, like, I don't know. I, I'm sorry. You can't. You don't think yeah, I can? Yeah, I don't think so. I, I honestly, if it was. Other things where it just it happened and it broke and everything, I would ask them mm-hmm. to pay for it. But I think with the door, you don't know really necessarily who did it. That's good. That's a good And point. you um, can't really say you, you are large to someone <laughs> and you broke my door. I can't like, tell my mate. That would probably ruin a friendship. I, I mentioned it to him in passing. I'm like, there's a chance, dude, you broke my door. He's like, well, get a, get a quote. I might, maybe I'll give you half. But I don't, again, I don't know if it was him or not. Yeah. You were a nice friend to actually drive him home that drunk. I would have just been like, get an Uber. Exactly. See, I'm a noble Steve for doing that. Like I was, I, I got burnt by doing a favor for someone. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like your your door sounds like it was already dodgy before as well. It was a little well. bit dodgy. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like a fully normal door. So if it was a little dodgy before and it just needed an extra kick. Yeah. Then, yeah, then. I think, I mean, to be honest, I, I'm not the kind of person who 
would ask for the money. Yeah. So it would be totally in your pocket. Yeah. It's just I kind of had a quote for the door already and it was like a couple of hundred bucks to get it fixed originally. So I know it's going to be like, you know, six, seven hundred bucks. Yeah. So I just don't know what to do. I don't well, know what to do. Well, yeah, maybe, like the- maybe have the conversation, but yeah. who do you have it with? The know. large friend or know. the girl? I'm I just going to have to wear it, I think. I'm yeah. upset about it. I'm upset about it. It's a just broken door. Just have a cry by yourself in your room. Oh, well. Oh, well. And right. move on. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> 0.3 FM. Matt and Lara for your Wednesday drive. Four to six every Wednesday. Now, Lara, will you tell me how to get how to get to Sesame Street? Uh, we found out some, <laughs> found out some interesting information. And Sesame Street is apparently in Adelaide, apparently, which I didn't know. Apparently, uh, now there was interesting uh, news yesterday that the 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 Big Bird suit that they use on Sesame Street, everyone knows Big Bird. It's a it's he's a Big Bird. <laughs> uh, got stolen the other day, and apparently the suit cost one hundred and sixty thousand uh, dollars, and they weren't very happy about it. But it turns out it was uh, it was a happy ending in the end. Well, there was um, well, the Big Bird suit was returned mm. with an apology letter saying so sorry, we've had a rough time, so but you know we didn't do anything inappropriate with Big Bird, That's and good. he's still a friend. They should have held him ransom. That would be so funny sending pictures of Big Bird tied up, going, "We need a hundred thousand um, dollars." But these men were never found, so they had dogs and everything around the Big Bird suit, sniffing wow. out. They haven't been found at wow. all. So it's it's weird when people steal things like that. You know, when there's famous artwork stolen, like someone's you know tried to steal, say the Mona Lisa. Like what, mm. what? You can't do anything with it unless you want to put it in your house. But you can't wear the big bird suit yeah, anywhere, really, and not get found out. No. You know what were they thinking? Exactly. It's like what's the logic behind it? I know, and you know that is a favorite character for all. I mean, yes. And you were talking about how how would the person actually wear that suit? Yeah, because it's got such a long neck. And I, d- I don't know how they work. You know, I, I, I'm a very often... tall person. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a man standing there with his hand up in the air, yeah. like doing the talking, but it doesn't seem like that. Or, Gosh, that would hurt your arm all day. Just, I know. Oh, it's it like a, a huge puppet or something. Because it couldn't be someone on stilts because he's got a long neck. Yeah, and he's going to walk around yeah. and everything. Look, I'm going to have to Google how they did that because, yeah, the logistics yeah, of how Big Bird works. It, it kind of, yeah, that interests me. Yeah. <laughs> Same as Snuffleupagus, you know, the, the elephant. Oh, it was a woolly mammoth, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, how the hell do they do that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm guessing it's two Even people. like the uh, bananas and pajamas. You yeah. Know, they had like these large heads. I'm like, just, uh, how, yeah. what would you do in that? Would you suffocate, get I hot? Know. I don't know. I, I, we're going to have to do some puppet research and figure out how yeah. these things work. Or maybe work. we should like dress up as, you know, those, what are they called? You know, the at the games and... You know, you know their games where they're like a bear or something in a, a suit and they're cheering on their football team or something. No idea. Oh. I'm going to go to a song. I forget you're a bit of an alien. <laughs> bit of seal. <laughs> Kiss Bob a Rose. Do you know this one? Do you know this one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> what a tune of Mornay right there. Seal. Kiss from a Rose from the movie Batman Forever. Great movie. Oh, that... <laughs> That whole kind of trilogy. What what was it? Batman How many for, movies uh, was there? Well, the original ones or all together? No, 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 all together. <sighs> all together, there's like seven or eight, Gosh, I think. Gosh, I loved back in the day when you just do movie marathons and watch mm. them all. I like the Michael Keaton ones. Like, oh, yeah. I like Batman mm-hmm. Returns. That's my favorite one. Okay. Hey, uh, speaking of celebrities, celebrity birthday time. <laughs> 
You get so excited about <sighs> I this. I do, I do. Which is weird because I don't really like birthdays that much. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Uh, if it is your birthday today, congratulations. Happy happy Vagina Escape Day. Well done for you. 365 days, not dying. <laughs> your face. Uh, it is Tony Danza's birthday. He turned 70 today. Do you know Tony Danza? He's, he was, who's the boss? Yeah, no. No. Uh, Iggy Pop. Yes, I know her. Iggy Pop. That's a guy. <laughs> It's a guy, uh, and he turns 74 today. <laughs> it looks like a little bit of a girl, but... Uh, Maybe I just saw a photo. <laughs> that's what I mean. At a glance, I can see how he looks a bit like, you know, someone is hanging out maybe at an RSL a little bit too long. Uh, Tony Romo, uh, NFL player, ex-NFL player, turns 41 today. You must, must know him from living in America for a yes. while. Uh, James McAvoy, the Scottish actor. Yes, he turns, he's very good. He's very good. Uh, he turns 42 today. And the big one. And I'm surprised we didn't get a day off today because it's the Queen's birthday. Oh. Hey, hello. Hello, darling. That's my Queen. Well, it's sad that, you know, Prince know. Philip's died and then she's had a birthday without him. I know. Everyone's sad about, you know, seeing pictures of her sitting by herself. But, you know. Everyone... She's always sat by herself, though. She's never had him around yeah. or in the background. She always she's always been grumpy. just her. Yeah. She's a lone, she's a lone soldier. But um, it's her birthday. She turns 95. Well, I hope she has a good time. Do you reckon uh, when she turns 100, she has to write a letter to herself? Do you reckon that's a thing that happens? Oh, maybe. That, or maybe someone else in the family has to write it to Dear her. me, congratulations reaching 100. That'd be cute. But when's your birthday? Uh, May the 9th. Oh. May the 9th. Hey, just a quick reminder as well. We've got Lee from Roseade coming up just after 5 o'clock talking all things Roseade. Uh, but right now, it's a bit of Ed Sheeran and Stormzy. Take me back to London. Jet plane headed up to the sky. Spread wings and air clouds. RPPFM 98.7. So I'm talking all things Mad Max here. So there's a Mad Max movie starring Chris Hemsworth. Mm. Um, so that's going to be filming in New South Wales in some of the scenes in Broken Hill. Mm. So this is going to give um, and create 850 local jobs and puts 350 million back into the economy in New South Wales. Positive. So not Melbourne, but New South Wales, at least it's something. Uh, So Chris feels a lot of pressure, he said, um, to do well for this franchise Mm -hmm. and to make people proud as the last film, Fury Road, was released in 2015 and has grossed about US $375 million. So that's a lot of pressure for Chris to get those kind of figures. You know, Charlize did it before, so... Well, I'm pretty sure he can handle... I mean, the guy's Thor, let's be honest. He's awesome. Uh, why isn't uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, I forget his name. Tom Hardy. He's not doing the role again. Or is he going to be in it? Or uh, no, I don't think so. Have you seen any of those videos where they do the deep fake technology where they put someone else's face on someone else's body? No, I have not seen that. They're hilarious. So there's a couple with like Step Brothers where they put Arnie's head on Will Farrell and <laughs> and Sylvester Stallone on John C. Riley and they do things wow. like that. Certain scenes. And I've seen one where they put Mel Gibson's head on Tom Hardy's body in Mad Max to recreate Mad Max. Do you think in the future um, when someone's playing like Barack Obama in a movie, they'll be able to just and stick his face on a different person's body? And as an actress, would that be weird for you? Uh, it would be weird, yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, say if you were playing, if you got asked to play, I don't know, like Jackie O in a movie or something like that, but they're like, we're, but Lara, we're not going to use your face at all. You just have to sound like her and we're going to put her face on your face. 
Um, would you do that or would you be... It's a bit weird. It is weird. Um, I mean, if it was for some sci-fi film and mm. it was cool and everything, of course, and you don't, you don't turn down a paycheck. Well, but no, exactly. it is a little weird. But I know that a lot of people on TikTok right now, um, there's been this fake Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where they've put like a different – they've put – Tom it's, Cruise's face on someone. someone. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of weird as it well because you don't know well, the who people are anymore. No, it's getting to the stage where it, it is hard to tell, especially if they're very good at doing the impersonation of the person. Because I know a couple of years ago uh, that movie The Irishman came out with... Um, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And they, they digitally gave them facelifts to make them look younger. And to me, that didn't work at all. <laughs> and then you've got a couple of people on YouTube chucking a young Robert De Niro's head over his face in the movie and it looks amazing. He really does look like he's 30 again. Uh, wow. And just the the contrast between the two is amazing. So yeah, I, I was just curious as an actress uh, if you'd be comfortable doing that or not. I mean, I would be comfortable doing that yeah. and and having a go, but yeah. you know, definitely, I think it's weird. It but, is definitely weird. Um, you know, I would not want that to happen for younger girls if they're talking to someone or something like that, and then think, oh, I'm going to meet up with Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. And it's and not it's Tom Cruise. He's just some weirdo <laughs> with a weird head. Hey, after this next tune, uh, we've got Lee from Roseade. He's in the studio. Well, he's not in the studio. He's in the building, and we're going to be talking all things Roseade right now. It's Guy Sebastian doing a bit of a cover of a uh, Prince song, "When Doves Cry," ninety-eight point seven. Three FM ninety eight point seven Audible PFM Matt and Lara for your Wednesday drive home. Now we're we're very excited because we've got Lee in the studio from Chirping Bird Wines. Welcome Lee to the studio. You've got a brand new cellar door opening up. For is it for Rosate or is it for Chirping Bird Wines in in general? It's for both. So um, Chirping Bird Wines is the brand. Yep. And Rosade sits within that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now, how did you even get started doing this in the first place? Because it's not a common thing for people that you know you're a younger guy. I and mean, most people don't have a wine company going on. Well, how, no. did, how did you get started with doing that? Yeah, definitely not. I sort of just fell into it through the family business. So yep. um, mum and dad bought 10 acres on Stumpy Gully Road in Muraduck in 1990. And they were always going to do something with uh, the land. And they decided to plant uh, some Shiraz and musket vines. Mm. And uh, they, they turned it like they got um, Stumpy Gully... Uh, next door neighbors to turn it into wine for them for a few years and they were just selling it at like markets and bottle shops and stuff like that so it wasn't really a serious thing yeah because dad had two thirsty camel bottle shops um one in frankston and one in rosebud yep and that's when i started in in the the liquor industry at the age of 19 i managed those (laughs) bottle shops yeah for 10 10 years I, i ran those shops for that's crazy and um, all the while, Chirping Bird, the wine side of things, was just in the background as a side thing for our family. Yep. And um, five five years ago, Dad decided to get out of the shops because mm-hmm. he was just burnt out from the retail. You know, they're open seven days a week, even open on Christmas Day yeah. and like New Year's Day, and, and he just got over it. So the plan was that we sold... He sold the shops and we went into the wine full time together. Yeah. And um, yeah, it didn't really work out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Between us. Stumble at the gate. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, it's been a very challenging uh, four years with him. And yeah, last year I I just went like, what are, what are we doing? Because mm. um, yeah, I'm not, not doing this with, with you anymore. It just wasn't working. So yeah, yeah we decided that it was the best 
course of action for me to um, take over the business and I just give them a lease on the vineyard now. Okay. And, um, and yeah, I've just opened a cellar door. So That's yeah. so exciting. We have to go together and try some wines. I'm down for do that. Do you do wine tastings? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm a uh, I'm a noob as uh, as Lara called yes. me off air. Now for the people out there like me that don't know what a cellar door is, what's a cellar door? Uh, so a cellar door is like. Uh, <laughs> I think only you would be the only one who wouldn't know what it is. Well, it's, there's a chance. Yeah. I think that was like the first time I've been told that someone didn't know what a cellar door. Was. <laughs> I, mean, I have a gist. I have a general idea, but uh, for the people out there that don't know, like me, what exactly mm-hmm. is it? Uh, so it's just like um, a place where you can buy wine directly from the wine producer. Uh, it's a bit like a brewery. Yeah, it's exactly like a brewery. <sighs> so and that. then there's like a big spectrum of what a cellar door can be, you know. Like mm. I'm starting off very um, small. Like I've, I've just got all of my like, uh, I've got like a temporary bar set up that mm. I've, I use for events yep. mm-hmm. in, in like a part of the shed. Yeah. You know, so it's not like, as extravagant as say like a Point Leo estate, like that's on the other end of the scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it just really depends on what you're trying to achieve and and um you know the the vibe that you're trying to bring, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I have to say, I went to a wedding about two weeks ago, and they had the rosé everywhere, and every girl just gravitated to it because it was the branding, you know, the pink and the lemon oh. and everything, and it was delicious, I have to say, and it was very popular. So I wanted to know, uh, what's your favorite kind of rosé recipe using rosé? I, it's funny you say that because I actually have a blog that I uh, wrote ah. on on the Rosade website. Uh, it's got like three different uh, recipes with three different fruits. Um, you pretty much just freeze uh, two bottle or uh, two cans of Rosade um, with some like strawberry syrup or some like uh, blended watermelon or blended pineapple, and you just Yum. like you blend it all together and freeze it. And then take it out of the freezer and just Crush break it up. it up with a break it up with a fork and you just put it back in the blender. Yeah, yeah. And, and what's your favourite kind of flavour? Definitely the strawberry one. Strawberry. Yeah, yeah. And uh, with with the wine as well. So you you do obviously red, white, and you do the rosé. And again, for the people out there that don't know what rosé is, can you explain to the people what rosé is? So rosé is a rosé wine mm. and traditional lemonade with a bit of spritz. Yeah. So it's just a wine spritzer. Mm. And it usually comes in a can. Yeah. So, yeah, correct. So where yeah. can we buy this rosé? You can get it from the cellar door. Yeah. Um, I'll always have it there, obviously. Yeah. Yep. And you... <laughs> <laughs> Ran out of stock. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I also have it on tap there. So you can come and like yep, experience um, rosé in the best way because it's the best over ice with some some like mint and lemon garnish. Yeah. Um, but you can, there's, there's about 30 like retailers on the peninsula yep. that have it. So most of the independent bottle shops do have it around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually went to that beauty market and I saw that you guys had set up there and I tasted it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I actually have been doing a lot of events and markets over the last four years. That's sort of what has carried me through to be able to open the cellar door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a really good way to get your, your brand out there and a really good way to generate like a pretty consistent revenue. Yeah. Now with with COVID, uh, did you see your <laughs> did you see your uh, stock rise or did it fall a little bit over that kind of twelve month period? 
It rose in certain areas. <laughs> rose aid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It rose in certain areas. Because um, like, I know I drank a little bit over that 12 month period. <laughs> I think we all did, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Just a tad. Um, also, with the cellar door, do you. Um, so, uh, for the people out there that don't know as well, whereabouts is that actually located? So, we're on Stumpy Gully Road. It's in Mordialic, right? Muraduck. Muraduck. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so if you're driving up Mornington Tyre towards Tyre, you turn right on Stumpy Gully. Yep. And we're just a kilometre from there, from the kilometre from the big goose. Yep. That, okay. that big petting zoo thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is always full. Yeah. I've, there were so many cars there on Good Friday. It was insane. Well, you got so to, did you the parents the go to drink and drop the kids <laughs> off at the petting zoo? Yeah. You yeah, do I a think, yeah, I think maybe I'm going to spin that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and do you offer any uh, food or uh, finger food there or is it just purely just alcohol? <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, it's just purely alcohol well, at the that's moment. That's fine as well. <laughs> um, because I'm actually trading on a temporary planning permit that I okay. got through COVID yep. that the council have been handing out. Like you would have seen uh, businesses trading in like random places like um, footpaths and car parks mm-hmm. out the back and stuff. Yep. And all of those permits are temporary. Um, so obviously, so like the council just didn't have all this random stuff just still happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, in order to get my full permit, I have to... In- Stall sinks and toilets okay. and it's a whole thing yeah it's a it's massive yeah. yeah so i'm actually running a wine sale at the moment at the cellar door okay um to help me just turn some stock into a bit of cash to get get trapping bird to the next level yeah, yeah lovely and if people do want to um hire out the rose age stall for their event you know like a like larry said for a wedding or a venue what's the best way to go about doing that i uh, just contact me through the website yep and that's yeah. and what the web what's the website? Website is um, chirpingbird.com.au or roseade.com.au spelled R O S E A D E yeah.com.au. And you have all the socials and everything like that, which was seen as well. Yep. And I guess um, you know what sets you apart from your competitors. Well, I actually really want to change the relationship that art and wine have together um, because. It's very highbrow at the moment and um, there's a lot of like money getting thrown at things and it's sort of like a, you know, check out how much money we've spent on this. Yep. And if you try and go like beneath the surface of that, there's really not that much like story behind it. Yep. So my vision for the cellar door is I want to build a creative community there. And, th- and through that community, we'll run workshops. So you could come and learn like different creative disciplines like pottery, photography, jewelry making, oh, wow. filmmaking. Yeah. And, the, cool. and, and then the big vision um, f- for the community is I want to build like m- insane temporary structures. Yep. And once I come up with the concept, like I want to put an open invitation out to anyone to be involved in it. Yep. See, this is the relationship that I want to change with art and wine. Like I want mm-hmm. it to be very inclusive. Like anyone can be creative and get involved in it. Yep. Um, so once once we're, the work is underway, you know, it could take like a few weeks to get these structures up. And then once it's up, we'll host like a, a series of events through it. Yep. So um, like I'm actu- I've actually got some friends coming to the cellar door next weekend they run breathwork 
uh, classes. Oh, wow. Yeah, so like... We definitely need that before 100%. the show. We might come down and, you know, do some do breath a, work. A bit of breath work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, now, you've uh, you've kindly brought in um, a nice bottle of wine uh, for, for us. Now, if uh, if I'm just stumbling in, in there, a guy that doesn't even know what a cellar door is, what's your go-to? What are you, what are you pointing people to the most? What is your uh, go-to wine for, for newbies that are coming into Chirping Bird? Definitely the Shiraz. Shiraz? Yeah, because... Um, Shiraz grown in a cool climate, like produces a, a softer, more fruit driven expression of the variety. Okay. And oh, it's I like that. Very poetic. Yes. <laughs> you should get into wine, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> that might be your calling in life. Or poetry. Or poetry. <laughs> or a creative center that you're going to create. It sounds yeah. like, it's like the Derek Center, uh, Derek Zoolander Center for a kid who can't read good. Who can't read I can't good. speak good. <laughs> I, uh, I've got to go to a tune, Lee, unfortunately. Uh, do you mind sticking around? And we'll have a little bit more of a chat to you uh, in a sec. Is that cool? Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Right now, it's a little bit of boys to men, uh, 98.7 RPP FM. RPPFM 98.7, and we're talking to Lee from Roseade. So, Lee, I guess, what do you love about the peninsula being a peninsula boy? Uh, I really, I really, really love the landscape, and it took me so long to realize how beautiful this area is. And it was when I uh, picked up a camera and I just got into some landscape photography as well, and just going around to all these random spots like you don't really get shown that when you like grow up here yeah mm. because that's just not what you do with with your friends <laughs> you don't go on nature walks with your yeah. friends do you <laughs> yeah go take some photos it's not a common thing yeah <laughs> so there's so many beautiful places mm. here yeah and you can really get blown away by the landscape if you know where to look yeah we're definitely lucky to have grown up down here and you know um, it is a beautiful part of the world, so we're very, very lucky. Mm. So I guess, um, you know, what is next for Lee? So obviously you've spoken to us about the community, things that you'd like to put in place, but what's the next thing for you? You were talking about actually LA and how you've got Rosé over there. Would you like to travel to LA and go there and see your product in, in California? Yeah, absolutely. That's <laughs> that's 100% on the cards. Yeah, worldwide yeah, domination. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bit surreal. I set up a, a company over there with an importer distributor and I sent my first container over there six weeks ago. They've had it for six weeks to sell and they've pretty much already sold it all. Okay. Wow. So like I'm right in the middle right now of organizing another container to go over there. So... Wow, yes. you're popular. Pretty mm. crazy. Well, they're going into summer as well. So Rosé will sit really well yeah. for summer and Absolutely. drinking by the pool. Yeah. I kind of want to just go over there now. I know. I kind of want a Rosé. Rosé all day. <laughs> rosé all day. <laughs> well, Lee, uh, thanks very much for coming in. Uh, thanks for uh, having uh, me. And for the people that are just tuned in, if they do want to uh, keep in touch with what you're doing, just give a quick uh, shout out to your social media and your website again, just for the people who have just tuned in. Yeah, so Chirping Birds just chirpingbird.com.au yep all of the socials is at chirpingbird wines okay and for roseade uh the socials is roseade spritzer yep roseade spelt r-o-s-e-a-d-e yep and the website is roseade.com.au yep and like lara said if you jump online it's a very recognizable 
uh, logo. Yes, it's bright pink. Great branding. <laughs> yeah, bright pink yeah, with a big that was, lemon. <laughs> that was the that was the whole um, aim of the game with the branding was to yeah. create something very recognizable. Yeah. No, it's very and smart. We definitely nailed that. So it definitely draws the eye. I think we should buy some shares. What do you reckon? I feel like yeah. you know, in like ten years, it's like we spoke to Lee from Rose Aid. You know, support the... people on the community <laughs> yeah. in, in Mornington Peninsula. You're like so. a young Johnny Walker right here. <laughs> <laughs> Worldwide domination. Thanks very much for coming in, Lee. Thanks, Matt. No worries. Halsey and Machine Gun Kelly, 98.7 RPPFM, Matt and Lara for your Wednesday drive. Uh, we're taking you right through to 6 o'clock tonight, which is not far off, by the way. Just yeah, and little, it's getting quite dark. Dark as. Looks a bit scary outside. So you and I are a big fan <laughs> of uh, the quiz. We like a bit of a quiz. We love a bit of a quiz. And you're going you're gonna to chuck another one at me. Yeah, so this is just a random quiz that I thought would be fun. Okay. Um, I didn't get you to do it to me because I would probably have no idea. So I'm testing your okay. knowledge. Also, I can't read either. Oh, that's right. That's the main one. That's the main one. <laughs> Dyslexic. Yeah. I shouldn't laugh at that. That's horrible. No, it's a disability, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, okay, so how many primary colours are there? How many primary colours are there? Look, I'm Two, gonna... three, oh. four or five? <laughs> I'm going to go five. Okay. Wrong. Ah. Uh... Really? It's three. Oh. Uh, is a pickle which vegetable? Zucchini, cucumber, okra, or radish? Uh, I think it, I think it's a I think it's a cucumber. A cucumber? Yes! yes. You got that I'm correct. the smartest man alive. And it kind of looks like a cucumber it as well. It does a little bit. Pickle um, Rick. So what is an angle called if it's greater than 90 degrees? Obtuse. Obtuse, and I didn't even read out the rest. Okay, yeah. let's oh, take a gamble. Guy. Yes. Yes. Yep. Uh, the southern tip of which <laughs> don't laugh at that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. The southern tip of which continent is closest to Antarctica? Australia, South America, Europe, or Africa? I do know that when people go to Antarctica, sometimes they go to Chile first. So I'm. Gonna say Chile. So you're gonna, oh, South America. Well, well, there was no Chile. <laughs> South America. South America. Okay, perfect. That's correct. <sighs> God. How many lives are cats said to have? Nine. Yeah, that's an easy one. That's an one. easy one. Yeah. What color is blue? All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, no. um, what was the name of Blackbeard's pirate ship? Mm. So Ambrose Light, Flying Dutchman, Mary Celeste, or... Queen Anne's Revenge. What was the first one? Ambrose Light. That sounds like a delicious beer. Uh, let's go with the Flying Dutchman. Okay. Wrong. Ah. Queen Anne's Revenge. Damn. Wow. I just don't know my boats. No. What breed of dog was Lassie? English oh. Shepherd, mm. Collie, mm. Golden Retriever, or Samoyed? Oh. Uh, what was the first one? English Shepherd. No, nah, let's go to the last one. Samoyed. Okay. No, it was a collie, and I knew that one actually. Was it a collie? I thought it was. uh, Yeah. I got collie confusion. Okay. Words that sound alike but have different meanings are called holograms, homophones, homonyms, and hoponoids. Oh, God. I thought they were. uh, (laughs) uh, Let's go with the second one. I I forgot what you even said. No, it's holonyms. Holonyms? I thought it was a homophone. No. What's, a, what's a homophone? I, I don't know. Okay. Google that after the oh, show. Well, I'll do some Googling. <laughs> what is a human's largest organ? Well, depends on the human. <laughs> Rib cage, heart, liver, or skin? Skin. 
Yes. Correct. Yes. Champion of... Okay. N-A-C-I is better known as... N-I-C-I. Baking soda, salt, water, toilet paper. Let's go with baking soda. Wrong. Uh, salt. Really? Yeah. So... Um, so how smart, how smart you am got I? It, you got it. You got five out of ten correct, it says. Well, that's so, like almost half. Yeah. Um, it says that there's no more room in your brain. You uh, have an average size brain. Um, yeah, okay. I should yeah. have known that. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, but I've got a pretty big organ, which is my skin. Oh! oh we have kids out there. Well, you know, you did just <laughs> ask the question. Hey, it's coming to Sydney very soon. Hamilton, this is uh, from the mixtape album. Bit of Sia. Doing Justified with Queen Latifah and Miguel. Love this tune. 98.7 Audible PFM.